Welcome to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Here's your host, Casey Bubba and Scott Bogman. And welcome back, everybody, for another episode of the Pre-Snap Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Line Star App at Star NFL and download the app on the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Everything you need in the palm of your hands to be a winning DFS player. You can become a premium member for only $20 a month for all your sports. you got to have some kind of fix because football, folks, about to end. You can find me on Twitter at BDentric and my co-host, as always, to give you the DFS showdown preview of the big game on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how we doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm getting, I'm ready. You know, it's uh, it's one of those things where, you think, okay, I got two weeks off for the Super Bowl, but I I feel like, you know, about Monday of Super Bowl week, I start getting itchy. I start getting itchy. I want to see the stuff. I want to see the game. I'm ready for it to happen. So I am pumped and ready to watch the last game of the year. I mean, the Pro Bowl. I didn't watch one second of it. Did nothing yeah. for me. It's two hand. Isn't it two hand touch for real now? I saw like a brief highlight. It was like half speed, two hand touch, and like McAfee and company said it was the worst thing they've ever seen. Yeah. Even AJ Hawk, like they're like, this is garbage. You can't play football. half speed. You can't yeah. play half speed. Like, just why even do it? Yeah, it, like, the Welsh has said this for a couple of years. It'd be better if they just did a big uh, NFL player Madden tournament. That would be yeah, more they, fun. They did it. They did a skills thing with like dodgeball and stuff. Apparently, yeah. people loved it. People absolutely loved it. I'm like, that's great. better than the game. That? They should put yeah. that where they have the game. They should put yep. that on the and side. like add, add like four more events or something if you want. Like make it a, like a triathlon or a decathlon or something. Remember when it, it was always like you know you had the throwing contest from the, the quarterback challenge. Yep. Yeah, and then flag yeah, football the Q- on the beach. The QB challenge. Yeah, the the flag football on the beach ended Robert Edwards' career pretty yes, much. So that ended the game too. Don't need to go back to that. But we could see a forty yard dash from guys not in the Super Bowl. You know, Daryl Green used to smoke everybody every year. That stuff was fun. So like the um, NHL and and uh, NBA they do their skills competitions. Those are awesome. Yeah. So yeah. Yes. Exactly. And there need there does we're adding games to the regular season. We've had enough football. We don't need to see a half speed game. So yeah, and, and uh, the guys that are there are there to party and like have a vacation. They're not there to play. It's not in the middle of the season like any other sport. So it's like really these guys don't care about going it, all out. And isn't it weird to have the weakest game of the year, the Pro Bowl, the week before the most hard fought game of the year yeah. in the Super Bowl? Because these guys want that ring so bad. Yep. It needs to go, it, and it goes to show you how much guys don't want to be there because Rodgers pulled out, Josh Allen pulled out to go play in Pebble Beach right. instead of play in the Pro Bowl. Like, these guys do Made not Mac care. Jones a Pro Bowler. Exactly. So. And so, they, and the other thing is what I'd love to see is put it back in Hawaii. That was, like, yeah. tradition. There's like I know I get, like, the pros and cons to it, but there's something about, you know, the game. I think Hawaii. more guys want to go if it's in Hawaii. You know, Vacation I, for the family. End exactly. The Let's go. Exactly. Yeah, so. you don't want to bring your family to Vegas? Come on. Who wants to bring their family to Vegas? That's mm-hmm. that's guy time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not bring the, the wife and kids time. It's different. Yeah, unless you're Alba Camara. Well, he might have needed to bring a wife and kids or something because that would have kept him out of trouble, but that's a whole other story <laughs> for a whole other show. You know, what happens uh, if Vegas stays in Vegas? And he might, too. We'll see. So. Yeah, he might stay there for a little bit. That's for sure. The other guy will for sure because he's had the surgery. Um, but let's talk NFL DFS showdown for the big game. It's going to be a doozy. We already gave our picks and bets. We, you know, Bobwin took the Rams in the under. I took the Bengals in the over. Uh, we did all kinds of prop bets to get you going. There's more prop bets get released throughout the week. So, you know, get your national anthem time and all that fun stuff out there. Enjoy the big game with some friends and family or whatever you plan to do when you're squares, whatever you want to do. 
but there is DFS and there's some big time comp- contests out there that you can all Z monies if you're feeling mm-hmm. it. So Bogman, let's have some fun here. And, you know, let's just talk about captain options here. Obviously we talk. it kind of correlates with, you know, the, uh, the MVP Burrow and Stafford play the favorites. That's how it usually goes, but there's some other studs that you could put in the captain on this slate. So what are you looking at? Uh, in terms of captain, um, I probably want to go with one of the big time wide receivers. It's either chase or cup. I'm on the Ram side, so I'll probably go with cup. And I know he's crazy expensive at 17, four, but you know, um, I think Odell isn't a bad option at 12, six either. I don't really want any of the running backs in my captain spot. I mean, we'll break it down by position here in a second, but there's just too much weirdness going on with the running backs overall. So I'm, almost assuredly going to have a wide receiver in my, you know, you and I, you're an I matchup, the showdown here. I'm almost assuredly going to go with Cooper cup. Yeah. I, I like, uh, I like the idea of going with a receiver as well. I think cups, the one, the, the big one, if you want to, but I like the idea of going to the OBJ or even T Higgins potentially. Right. Um, Cause I love Jamar chase, but I think Higgins might, might get a lot, of, a lot of love in this game. So that would be quite interesting as well. So I'm with you on that. But let's go a little position by position. As you mentioned, you got Joey Burrow. He's uh, the man, the, the, the myth, the legend. And you got Matty Stafford. So two just awesome quarterbacks that we've seen flinging all over. Burrow, a more consistent fantasy guy. But Stafford's had an amazing fantasy season as well. So where do you stand on these two? Um, I, uh, I think I'm going to go with Burrow. I just like the price on Burrow more. Here is a little bit cheaper than Matt Stafford on uh, pretty much everything uh, as a captain, as a regular flex play and on FanDuel as well. He's a little bit cheaper. And like I said, I think the Rams win this game. I do think it's going to go under, but under plays uh, poorly to both sides on offense. So it doesn't really matter. But I think the Bengals are going to have to play catch up, uh, like I said in the show last time. And you know, garbage time counts all the same for us. So I'll take those garbage yards and all that stuff. So uh, give me give me Joe Burrow if I have to pick a quarterback here. Yeah, both both are fine plays for sure. I'm just going Joey Burrow because I feel like he's got more touchdown equity. Like Mixon's the better running back in the backfields, but we've seen multiple running backs get rush attempts. Like there's so many things in in, in L.A. that could that can differ where. I think Burrow's going to be throwing a lot in this game. Lots of screen passes, uh, just a lot of throwing from Joey Burrow. So I like Burrow as well. Uh, ideally, if you're playing cash for some reason in, in a um, in a showdown, you want both of them. But uh, that's expensive, and you'll have to be different. But you can. But if i got to pick one, I'm going Joey Burrow as well. But that should be no surprise to the listeners. Um, running back, you got Mixon, who I just mentioned. He's an absolute beast. But P. Ryan's getting his love. you got uh, Evans, Akers. Sony might get some in this one. So... What do you like out of the backfield? Well, and we heard that, uh, you know, Sean McVay said that it is looking optimistic. Um, uh, yeah, Rams coach Sean McVay said it's looking optimistic for Daryl Henderson to play in I the made, Super Bowl as well. I made that comment after the title game. To, I can't remember who I was talking to. Like, oh, no, that's crazy. It's Cam's field now. I said it was Daryl's earlier. So let's it, not well, throw that away. It was Daryl's because Cam went down, but right. I can see Daryl jumping Sony type situation. Well, here's the thing is Cam Akers has had some fumbling stuff. Plus he comes in with the AC joint. Uh, uh, Always banged you know, up. Uh, so he is banged up coming off the Achilles and the AC joint in the NFC championship. He had two weeks to recover and, you know, uh, I can't remember who said it, but someone said, yeah, we're treating these two weeks like they're magic. They're not always magic. It doesn't always heal just because you have an extra week. The extra week 
is obviously helpful, but it's not like the extra week is a cure for any type of injury. So um, this Rams backfield could be foobar. I mean, it could be completely different. It, it could be if Cam Akers fumbles early, then maybe Sony Michelle sees more options. Maybe Daryl Henderson's now in on receiving downs and stuff like that. They, they can split it up three ways. So I think the safest running back uh, in this game, and I think it was before we mentioned that Daryl Henderson might play, is Joe Mixon. And Joe Mixon isn't even that safe because Samachi Pirine played most third downs in passing situations. Third and long, he was in there. He had the big gainer uh, in the AFC Championship as well. So, I mean, I don't know that Samaji Piran is going to get one carry, but he could get four or five catches, which could, eat, which could eat into Joe Mixon's production, which is why I said at my captain spot, I'm definitely going to be taking a wide receiver. But Mixon is the safest. Um, I don't mind Samaji Piran at this price point. I think it's great, 3,600, 2,400. He's definitely going to be in my lineups on DK for sure. I think I'm just going to pretty much avoid the running back situation for the Rams because I just don't know what it's going to end up looking like. Yeah, I don't mind that. Mixon, I think, makes for a nice contrarian captain play as well uh, if you expect him to get a lot of the passing work, which he does, even though Piran gets his. Mixon will get his fair share as well, and all it takes is a touchdown or two, and you can have some fun for sure. So he's interesting, but I love the Piran call. For those who listen to the Picks and Bet show, we love the Piran, I think, over one-and-a-half receptions, over, like, nine-and-a-half receiving yards. We just have a hunch that he's going to get some of that third down passing role and just short passing game in general, which they might be doing quite a bit with that pass rush from the Rams. So I think P Ryan at like 2,400 in the flex position, I wouldn't play him in captain. I don't think he's got that kind of ceiling, but right. cheap flex. I think that's a nice way to open up some salary on the flip side. Like the Rams situation is tricky. Um, I don't mind acres at 6,400 just because if he stays healthy, he still gets a ton of the passing game where Sony doesn't. He's got the most upside for sure. Exactly. And I've, I've preached that ever since he's come back. And literally, what, two fumbles inside like the five. He's had a, like a Matt Stafford rushing touchdown. There's games where he could have just bursted through the ceiling. Right. And he just misses it. So he's got that potential each and every game. So I do like Akers in that regard. And with if Daryl Henderson, the news keeps getting better and better, people might stay away more from Akers, which I think opens him up to an even better tournament play in that scenario. Cause like we talked about before, don't fault the, the, the Bengals defense either. It's a tough team. That's going to make Stafford's life difficult as well. So I think uh, acres is definitely in play. All right. Receivers. Now we, you mentioned it. You got chase Higgins, Boyd cup, Beckham, van Squanowich or whatever his name is. Like there's tons of <laughs> options here. Squarnick. So um, what do you like in here? Because this is a, it's a pricey range, but some studs. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, Cup and Chase are your one-two options. It's not even a question here. I would say, uh, to me, Cup is your one, uh, and Chase is your two. You you on board with that? Yes, hundred percent. Okay. Cup is clearly the one. Just like even if Chase outplays him, I still will go with Cup as the one for what the consistency that Cup brings you each and every single week is ridiculous. Then I'd go with OBJ uh, at two and Higgins at three. I like both these guys. I just like OBJ's upside a little bit more uh, because I think your corner matchup, I think he's going to get Eli Apple for most of the game. So I think you want to put a woozy on Cup. I think you want to put and look, they may not move these guys. So the, you know, uh, the shadowing has gone away from the NFL. It's not even really a thing anymore. Now might bring it back for the Super Bowl because you don't want to get beat by Jamar Chase. So you might just say Ramsey on Chase and see how it happens. Like we said in the last show, though, just because you put Ramsey on 
chase doesn't mean he's going to win. We saw him get torched by Mike Evans and Ramsey. still one of the best corners in the league, right? Uh, but wide receivers are always better. Wide receivers make more money. They're, uh, you know, they have more notoriety, all that stuff. Like the best athletes are put at wide receiver before they're put at corner, uh, just starting from a young age, moving all the way up through high school, college, and in the pros. If you're the best athlete, you're going to be on the offensive side of the ball. It's just the way it works most of the time. So, um, just because Ram- Ramsey is the best corner in the league and he's playing against Chase doesn't mean he's going to beat Chase. You know, it means that you want to give your best option because if you put, uh, you know, uh, if you put somebody else on Chase, it's not going to work out so well. So uh, we'll we'll just say that. But um, you know, I think I would go with Higgins and, and OBJ in that second tier. Um, Higgins or OBJ for me because of the matchup. Higgins too. Uh, but I think there is a really good debate between Boyd and Jefferson for, yeah. for me because, you know, Uzama's going to play in this game from what we're hearing, but is he really going to be, is he really going to be active? And are they going to have him in most snaps? Because Drew Sample's a better blocker, and we talked about the yeah. biggest mismatch here is the Rams defensive line against the Bengals offensive line. So are they going to have Drew Sample in a more place just because he's a better blocker here and he's more healthy um, to not go out and catch balls, but to help stop Floyd and Miller and Gaines. And of course, Aaron Donald and all those guys, are they going to have him working more? So um, I think I would rather go with, I would rather go with Boyd than I would with Jefferson just because Jefferson's been banged up. But I do, I will freely admit that Jefferson definitely offers the higher ceiling here between Boyd and Jefferson. What do you think about that one? I completely agree, especially with the Uzuma uh, stuff that you mentioned. Um, Boyd, like we saw it when Uzuma went down, Boyd, he's already been getting a pretty decent look most of the season, especially later in the season. But when Uzuma went down, it was really big because Uzuma's role, they were almost getting similar um play calls basically like i'm just i just pulled up just for all three postseason games so obviously uzuma missed a lot of the last one uzuma had 16 targets boyd had 14 targets boyd had four red zone targets though in the postseason he has led the team in that respect so if you want those points potential touchdowns that's a big thing but you know boyd had 10 catches uzuma 13 catches higgins 14 catches not that far apart boyd just doesn't get the yards only 62 yards on all of the catches but you know one touchdown in, in the postseason as well I think he's definitely there for the savings, as you mentioned. I think there's a lot to like in that regard. He's 76, or not Higgins, he's 5,400, which isn't too shabby compared to uh, Van at 52. So I lean Boyd as well. Um, for me, it's like Van has been good. Let me see real quick. Let me pull up what the uh, Rams. So in the in the three postseason games, Van has nine targets, which is fourth on the team behind Higby, Beckham, and Cup. Obviously, Higby not around anymore. Uh, red zone targets and end zone targets. He's got two each. He's got five catches, which is tied for fourth on the team. Blanton all of a sudden's fourth. But um, the one that I want to ask you about, we saw the big drop touchdown. That is Ben Skoranek. Um, <laughs> that was his only target the entire postseason. Yeah, I mean, look, I like I like Ben Skoranek, but um, it, it's going to take an entry for him to, uh, you know, really be involved. He's a great blocker, which is what why they have him in most of the time. And the guy can get open. He he runs solid routes, but 
Um, I don't know that he's going to see more than one or two targets, you know, uh, maybe on a trick play or something. You could see Ben Skoranek, uh get something, but he's a special teams ace. He's a good blocker. Uh, he can catch the ball, but they're just not going to, when you have OBJ and cup and uh, acres and all these other super talented players, it's just tough to find him uh, any targets. And he got one and dropped it last yep. week. You know what I mean? And that was six points. You dropped son. Yep. So yep. Uh, only it's, target it's of the entire postseason. going to be tough to go back to him. So, yeah. You know. And that's why I just wanted to bring him up. Cause he's super cheap. So people will want to look I mean, at we saw him. Trent hey. Taylor for Cincinnati score, a two point conversion with Uzama down. So, uh, you know, if Uzama, I, it looks like Uzama's going to play, but he, Taylor's an option. So, yeah. And like I pulled up, uh, the Bengals targets, these both these teams are rather condensed on their target shares. Yeah. It's surprising they don't get those random guys because outside of Boyd, Mixon, Uzuma, Higgins, and Chase, P. Ryan had six targets uh, on the postseason. Sample had two because Uzuma went down. They're not counting the two point play, so no other like Trent Taylor has zero targets the entire postseason. Right. Um. So it's like sure if you want to throw some darts and just pray like this cheap cheap guy gets like one for six and maybe whatever. Okay, if you really think that opens you up a ton, but that's a prayer though. That, that, that's really for multiple entries. Yeah, you're, multiple yeah, entries. Exactly. You're trying one with Chronic. You're trying one with Taylor or whatever. Maybe a yep. sample, even you know, maybe scores two touchdowns or something, something weird and random, right? So, yep. uh, it, that's for multiple entries. If you're doing one with your buddies or you're doing one, um, you know, one lineup contest and stuff, I just don't, I don't see how you can get Chronic or Taylor. Or, any of those guys in because like you said it's condensed and it's supposed to be condensed when, when you yep. have the two best teams you're not fooling anyone you're uh you know you don't have to fool anybody you have to beat them straight up and that's what these guys have been doing all year long yep 100 so it's a uh, it'll be interesting but i'm with you you know cups the guy chase is awesome but i like the higgins call love obj we talked about him getting the, the over props right. earlier so we're, we're, we're on a lot of the same pages with the receivers and i think there's you're going to be surprised when, um, you know, like an OBJ or a Higgins outscores at least a Chase or a Cup somewhere. Like, they'll be that surprised. There always is in the Super Bowl. Someone, you know, outshines the right. expected. So, you, it's going to – wouldn't be shocked. Let's go to tight end. You mentioned Uzuma. He's expected to play. He says he's going to play. A lot of guys will say that right now. Um, he's 4,400. Where Sample's 42. More of the blocker. But he did get two targets last week. So, he's at least more lively than some of those receivers we talked about, but he's more expensive. Right. Like DK at least did a good job. And so did Fandle of pricing them up appropriately. Uh, Higby's 48. And I'm really shocked. They priced Blanton perfectly at 46. Like I thought that was going to be the free square. Right. So free. But I will say still at 46, if you want to, I'll give you the floor here in a minute. But if you do want to talk, like I said, targets, Freaking um, Blanton's got seven targets this postseason. He's got a ton last week. He was they put him straight into that Higby role without even hesitating against the Niners, and that was pretty telling to me. That if he gets to start, I I don't mind him at his discount. And we've seen Blanton score, so yeah. I, I think um, if you're looking at one tight end, I think Blanton is the guy. You know, uh, Higby hasn't practiced. We don't even know if he's going to play. He's a big, big question mark right now. So let's just kind of take him off the board, right? Um, Uzama is going to play, but is he going to be more decoy? That's what I feel like, because it looked like his season was over when he had uh, that injury in the AFC championship game. And Drew Sample's just not, he's a good blocker, right? Uh, he's not going to catch too many balls. He didn't at Washington either. So I just, I think he's mainly a blocking tight end. So I'm not going to uh, screw around with him. So Blanton is really the only option in my opinion. But when you have the choice between Blanton and like, the Rams or Bengals defense, 
I'm going to take a defense instead. It just gives you more options, uh, you know, than one guy to, to score. You know, uh, I think this game is going to play towards the un- the under, and I think that these defenses are going to step up and play well in this game. So to me, it just makes a little sense to go ahead and take one of these defenses over a guy like Kendall Bland in, in that flex spot. So I think I'd rather do that. Speaking of defenses, I was shocked that the Rams were only $3,400. Yeah. I think that's phenomenal because at worst, what, five sacks? That's five points. Right. It's, like, even if the Bengals go off, we've talked about this. This team's got so much upside for turnovers and sacks. It's crazy. Right, exactly. So it just you're getting more options uh, to score points on the defensive side than taking a tight end. So I'm with you. Uh, and I think both of these are viable uh, offenses. We talked about this, you know, Matt Stafford led the league in interceptions this year. Uh, Joe Burrow got sacked more than any times this year. So these defenses are going to make a play at some point. Somebody's going to come away. Like if, do, do you think there's definitely a defensive score in this game? Cause I feel like they're almost for sure is a defensive score. I think there's at least one. I don't right. like we talked, we talked about in the props. Is it a, you know, pick six? Is it a fumble sack? Like Von Miller had in, in his super bowl. It feels be like a safety too. you know, yeah. just the defense. Feels scoring. Like be some points for sure. Right. Exactly. I, I kind of have that gut feeling as well too. So uh, I'm um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm on board with taking a defense and I'm good with either side because I think it's going to be a lower scoring game. If you want to be contrarian, you play the Bengals. That's the bottom line. Because yeah. I think most people will take the route that we've said, like oh, Von Miller, Aaron Donald, they're going to get their sacks, and it makes total sense. Like it's not Captain Obvious, but Bengals have been awesome. Hubbard and company have been and been dealing. Their secondary might actually be as a whole better than the Rams potentially. So it it's tough because Eli Apple still sucks so bad. <laughs> but um, it it's they're not. It's not a big gap. Let's put it that way. So right. and Stafford, I think, is more prone to the turnover than Burrow is. So that makes he definitely too. is. He definitely so is. I think that Bengals play could be nice and contrarian if you want to go that route. Now, the point everybody loves in a DFS show is let's talk kickers, Bogman. We got I Money mean, Mac, Money Mac at 4K and 9K on Fandle against Mr. Matt Gay at 38 and 95. Now, Gay's a little banged up, but he should be good to go. And you know, Money Mac, he's always good to go. These are two great kickers, right? We've seen uh, McPherson nail game winners. Uh, Mackey was a pro bowler, all that stuff. I'm taking a defense over a kicker, too. I just can't do it. So uh, I I highly doubt I will be having a kicker in any of my lineups. Interesting. I like the idea of Money Mac. I'll say that much. Like, would you rather have a kicker over Blanton? No, I think I'd rather go with Blanton for the touchdown upside. Okay. Okay, interesting. Very, very interesting. I, My I score love... is 27-21, so I got the Rams kicking two and only three extra points for Cincinnati. So, you know, probably not going to play out like that. But, uh, you know, I, I just uh, I'm not going to take a kicker. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take my money, Mac. Love. I love money, Mac. But uh, if you don't want a kicker, I get it. But if I'm taking one, it's money, Mac for me. Definitely go on that route. But most importantly, Stay tuned for news. Lots more coming up this week. You know, like Higby news can be big because it does make a big difference with Blanton. Because even if Higby plays, it'll limit Blanton. I think Blanton's still the guy, similar to how Sample and Uzuma, but maybe they're just decoys. Lots of ways to go there. Maybe we get some better, um, better get some better uh, questions and situations on how like things might line up. Are they going to play Ramsey on Chase? Or are they going to put somebody over the top and put? Chase on Higg- or Ramsey on media Higgins, day Ram. today. So we're going to get some stuff coming out, which sucks. Sure. It's usually on Monday. So I, I'm kind of bummed. They moved it back a week, like a few days, but it's what it is. So yeah, we'll get some good nuggets, get some good nuggets on a Wednesday for you. But before we sign off, 
for the last time this year. Mm. Touchdown calls of the of the week. Make sure you follow Linestar on Twitter at Linestar app and at Linestar NFL. Retweet the tweet that gives out the touchdown calls from Bogman, myself, and Mr. Ryan Humphreys. If you retweet it and three three lucky retweeters will get paired with each one of us. If uh, our guy scores, you get some free swag. So Bogman on your final call, Super Bowl fifty six. Who's your touchdown call of the week? Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be my touchdown call of the week. Go Rams. Let's ram it, baby. Bring it yep, home. Yep. That's a great one. That's a phenomenal one. Love me some OBJ. <laughs> Thanks for that. Well, since you took the one I wanted, I'll take the easy one. Give me some Cooper Cup. Give me ah. some Cooper Cup because all he does is score, score, score. So I'll take Cup. You take OBJ. That makes a lot of sense. Humphreys must most likely will take a Cincinnati Bengal now. Well, we just put the put him in a corner. Take a Ram too. Take Acres. Come on, let's do oh, it. Let's all good. go on the Ram side. That'd be good. But hopefully we get some free swag for you guys. Hopefully you guys enjoy the game. Hopefully it's a great game. I don't want to blow out. Just have a good game. Let's have some fun. But let's do the picks and bets to have all the fun stuff there. If you have any more questions, hit us up on Twitter at BDentric at Bogman Sports or download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. It's been a pleasure, everybody. Good luck. Enjoy the game. Catch you guys next time. Good luck. See ya. Thanks for listening to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Please like, comment, subscribe, and rate for good karma in your fantasy football games. <laughs>